0: i glad to have this young lady on. She's a senior advisor to former President Donald Trump. It's Lynn Patton. Lynn, how are you? Good to see you.
1: Hey, Joe. Great to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. I've got to start out with a, what I think is the obvious question going into South Carolina tomorrow. Lynn, what the heck is Nikki Haley doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. She's going to lose her own state by a lot. And I she know. says she's in until the very end. What do you think is going on there?
1: Well, it seems like every Republican in the United States knows that the primary is over except for her. <laughs> Right. And maybe that's because she's actually not even a Republican anymore. Who knows? You know, I mean, Trump defeated her and obviously uh, Ron DeSantis in Iowa by the largest margin in history. He had right. more votes than any candidate and uh, Democrat or Republican in New Hampshire. He swept her, annihilated her in uh, Nevada uh, by beating her by being the other right (laughs) um and now we're going to decimate her in her own backyard tomorrow and you know it's funny because it's not funny you know at the end of the day uh democrats are afraid to face donald trump which is why they are uh donating to and voting for nikki haley and droves um you know quite frankly what she's doing is election interference she's encouraging actual democrats to vote in a Republican primary because she knows she's going to be defeated by 20, 25 points. Um, At the end of the day, a win is a win. We're prepared to beat her no matter what that margin is. Right. And, you know, she should do the right thing for the American people, for the Republican Party, and drop out because, quite frankly, Joe, every penny spent battling each other on commercials or PACs or rallies or debates or whatever it might be is one penny less that we have as a party to
0: defeat joe biden yes it's a great point election interference i hadn't thought about it that way but i think you're probably right And yeah. you're asking the other party to help you out it's lynn Patton. Go going follow on x it's l-y-n-n-e-p-a-t-t-o-n she's a senior advisor to president trump i want to go back through some of what you just said and i don't want to make this all about nikki haley but but you're right in in uh, in iowa she lost she was third place and yeah. then she then she announced that she won. It was very weird. <laughs> third place, and then she said it was a two person race. I was like, between DeSantis and Trump? I don't understand. Yeah. You're third. Yeah. And then in New Hampshire, DeSantis was smart enough to get out to, I think, save his political yeah. future and say, Okay, I'm gonna support Trump. We don't agree on some stuff, but okay. And she second place in New Hampshire, claims victory, and she gets annihilated by by other in uh in nevada like by by four to one and then she sits down and says we don't care about nevada nevada's corrupt i'm like we didn't spend a dime or a a minute or a dollar or a minute in nevada and i guess she doesn't need nevada she needs the other 49 states to win i don't understand who's in her ear and this is a lady that donald trump gave a great position to as the ambassador to the un so in talking to the president what does he say i mean does he see her as somebody who's just getting bad advice or or does she have something else going on
1: uh, quite frankly, he sees her as the bird brain he describes her to be. You know, it's yeah. been quite a sad journey because, you know, I was in the first campaign. Um, the second campaign, I was in the administration with Nikki Haley. I worked at HUD under Secretary Carson. Right. You know, those of us who actually went into government to serve uh, Donald Trump under his administration uh, really worked hard. Uh, to advance his priorities and his policies. And, you know, Nikki, from day one, uh, made it a point, and it should have been a signal, quite frankly, but made it a point to really publicly disagree with him on a lot of things. And two of those things stand out to me. One was the wall. Right. Um, She was against the southern wall, um, against the uh, the southern border, fortifying the southern border. Right. And and then she was also against uh, his uh, travel ban. Uh, during COVID, which is inexplicable because we now know that that saved untold millions of lives. It really Um, did. And, you know, so her decision making has just been horrible um, from day one. Uh, You know, a lot of folks here in South Carolina, it's my understanding, almost half a million people have moved here since she was governor. So a lot of people voting and participating actually don't even remember her um, in any sort of leadership position in this state. Um, you know, maybe once upon a time she did OK, but those days are long gone. And quite frankly, she's been an embarrassment um, for this party, uh, for this uh, c- uh, campaign, for this yeah. race. And, you know, she literally tricked the media into showing up at a, what I consider a fake press conference the other day by teasing that she might drop out.
0: Yeah, there's a um, to
1: tell them that she didn't drop out because she knew that there was no other way to get anybody to pay attention to her exactly. other than to, to do something, uh, to pull a stunt like
0: that. And, 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 by, and by the way, I, I'm with you. I think her campaign leaked out that she was maybe going to drop out. Oh, and then she used, she used that opportunity with all the cameras there, all the media there, to gin up you know her <laughs> supporters to clap and to hoot and holler. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. said, I'm never dropping out. So she's in until the last vote. The last vote where? In South Carolina? She can't be talking about staying in until the convention. I that mean, would be, be
1: the different. end of her
0: political career, wouldn't it?
1: Uh, her political career as far as we're concerned is is over um okay. i don't think there's any chance that she would ever uh first of all there's no chance she would ever be considered for vice president at this point and she's certainly not going to be uh back in this administration if she continues to go past tomorrow yeah. um you know uh she's teased that she is is staying in it through super tuesday um i don't know who she thinks she's fooling we uh have pretty much all the delegates locked up and we're pretty confident that he'll yes. be declared the nominee by March. Um, we've announced that as well and we look forward to focusing on on uh, defeating Joe Biden and defeating yeah. the Democrats and beating the lawfare that uh, they know is the only way to defeat the leading candidate, not just in the GOP, but in the actual presidential race, yes. is to try to derail him legally, bankrupt him uh, both financially and morally, and then, of course, um, toss him in jail, which I wanna, I wanna, the irony is the biggest um, election interference and threat to oh democracy yes. <laughs> uh, that this country's ever seen, yet they, ever. Claim, they claim to be the party of democracy, and it couldn't be anything further from the truth.
0: Lynn Patton is her name, L-Y-N-N-E-P-A-T-T-O-N, over on X. She's a senior advisor to President Trump in his campaign. Um, one, one last thing on Nikki Haley. I live in Texas. Sure. She uh- came here and uh, and for some reason went to some fundraiser or campaign event, do you realize that Donald Trump has 80% of the vote in Texas right now by any poll, and Nikki Haley doesn't even have 20? She's losing by over 60 points yeah. and came here to raise money. I, there's something else going on, Lynn. Do, do, you, do you think that she's hoping that he'll be locked up? And by the way, he could still win even if, he, even if he's in prison, but he's not going to well, go to prison. so what well, do you think, right. Is there something going on here? I don't get it.
1: It is. And, and again, it's it's she's being backed by big pocket uh, Democrat donors like uh, Reid Hoffman and right. George Soros. Um, it's probably one of the reasons why she went to Texas. Um, you know, she knows she can't get any sort of Republicans to donate to her campaign anymore. But they really her to stay in the March um, because I think they think that uh, the Stormy Daniels case is something that, might hold water and, and, and be wow. a thorn in Trump's side. And if they can get her past that mark um, as, a, as a threat, then you know somehow, and this is the crazy part, they miraculously think all of Trump's voters are going to shift to her suddenly if, if he's uh, convicted or, or derailed by the, these indictments. and And that couldn't be further from the truth too. I mean, yeah. I don't know one Trump supporter that would vote for Nikki Haley under any circumstances.
0: Rand Paul started a, a movement called Never Nikki. I mean, the yeah. Republicans <laughs> are not lining up waiting to go, to go vote for no. Nikki Haley. So yeah. any votes that she's gotten are either moderate left-leaning people or full, uh, full-blooded full Democrats. So yeah, I'm not, right. I, I don't know what's going on and, and, no, and what, and what anything, she's waiting it's for. Gonna,
1: it's going to cause us to come out even more in droves yeah. to vote for Donald Trump, whether he's uh, convicted or not. And and obviously, uh, they're going to be, as as far as I'm concerned, pandemonium in the streets. Um, Folks are going to, on both sides of the aisle, finally start recognizing that this is election interference at its finest. And by the way, a lot of my liberal friends have told me, we don't necessarily like your boss, Donald J. Trump, but we don't like what's going on. Um, You know, the American people should decide. Americans are entitled to a free and fair election. That is not what's happening they know that they can't beat them on their uh, dismal agenda that has resulted in historic inflation, the worst southern border in history, and obviously uh, a humiliation on a world stage in Ukraine and Israel, and um, obviously uh, everywhere else. Right. And and you know it's it's just uh, Donald Trump is the only one who can bring peace and prosperity on day one, and they know it and they fear it because they know that. Uh, he will uh, obviously come for them and and seek uh, the justice that, he deserves.
0: It is uh, Lynn Patton, senior advisor to President Trump. I'm friends with Ben Carson. I've had Doctor Carson on many times. I had Alina Haba on this week as oh. well about the cases that we're talking about. Um, but I want to get into into something you just said about your liberal friends going quietly. Oh, you know, I don't sure. really like your guy, uh-huh. but we're taking a look I, at him. Yes. When I had Ben on, I talked to him about this, and I've got a guy named AJ who's a friend of mine. Just give you a little inside baseball. He listens to my show from Houston. He's a black guy. We've been friends yeah. 15 years. He's been listening 15 years. He calls my show every Monday. In fact, if he doesn't call on monday we try Go to find ahead. out why aj didn't call aj says this and he calls me big time motown joe motown uh-huh. joe can you tell big time mr trump because i talked to, to the president a lot uh-huh. um can you tell him that if he comes to chicago if he comes to detroit if he talks to black neighborhoods in harlem he's going to get their vote lindy you agree yeah. with aj uh
1: not only do i agree with aj i'm in, currently in the process of planning that very tour really so, yes because um, they, they
0: want to talk to him because they're done They've had it.
1: They do want to talk to them. And for many reasons, the primary reason being obviously the migrant crisis that has caused mayors and governors of Massachusetts and and obviously New York to literally turn over the keys to critical community centers and critical schools to migrants. Um, Now you see them giving $10,000 debit cards, $30,000 in housing uh, assistance that they never gave to black Americans born here, that they never gave. To, um homeless veterans that serve this country. Right. And people are sick of it. And, and you know, when you get a phone call that says you have to come pick up your kid from school to make room for illegal migrants, um, now it's impacting your shift at work. Now it's, you know, maybe you have to get a family member or a babysitter. It's now impacting your already strained paycheck. And then on top of it, you've got rising crime in these areas because right. Joe Biden and his uh, progressive agenda defunded the police, um, obviously made these cities less safe. Right. And, you know, on top of it, they're sending $170 billion to the Ukraine, which um, I know black communities don't love either. Right. So, you know, when you take all these things together, high crime, inflation, the migrant crisis, foreign dollars, um, these are issues that you know, Trump will never, ever uh, uh, and, and, uh, endorse and cease on day one because he will put black America first, just like he puts America first, just like he puts this country first. Um, you know, I'm actually on my way out the door to see Ben Carson. We are tell, going tell to him said hello. The, I will. Yeah. We're going to one of the largest gatherings of um, black conservatives and black independents in South Carolina on um, the Black Conservative Federation Gala. And there's going to be over 500 uh, minority uh, conservatives and independents waiting to hear Donald J. Trump give a keynote speech. Right. And he's going to talk about all these things. And you know, when he is the actual nominee for president, that's when I expect this tour to take place. We will be going to Harlem. We will be going to the Bronx. We probably will be having a giant rally in Madison Square Garden we intend to go to Chicago. We're going back to Detroit.
0: Chica- Listen, Chicago's waiting. And Lynn, I, I, I have to jump in. We I, look I, forward I, to I, it. I'm buoyed by all of this yeah. because I know that you saw this video recently just from City Hall in, in Chicago where you've got Brandon Johnson who literally said, I'm yeah. the father of black children. I've got to take them to soccer practice. I can't be paying attention to all this other stuff. The guy is like completely disconnected from reality. Yeah. Um, and when, but there was a black woman, must have been 60 or 70 years old. She sat there, looked at the camera and said, I voted Democrat my whole life, but I I am an American citizen. You want to see my birth certificate? Why on earth would a service or something that is a benefit to a community go to somebody who just broke the law to come here before my family gets it? And Linda Dunn. I mean, I've never seen this in in, in 40 years watching politics. I've never seen black Americans put their feet down like they are right now.
1: I've never seen it either. And yesterday I saw another um, Chicago resident on another outlet who said the exact same thing. She said, it's time for black America to start voting in for their interests, their best interests. You know, forget party, forget race, forget religion, forget ethnicity, forget all of that. Um, You know, we need to start voting in our own best interests as a community. And that is what's finally starting to happen. And quite frankly, you know, Democrats have grossly underestimated this migrant crisis. Because even if he signs an executive order this week, Joe Biden, like he's threatening to do when he's, you know, just a few months ago, said he didn't have the authority to. Right. But even if he were to sign an executive order closing the border, these folks are already here. They've already infiltrated these communities in Chicago and Harlem and and um, you know Massachusetts, Boston, and you know uh, he has no plan to remove them from the community. So you know all he's trying to do is salvage a vote and pray That's that there it. are less people coming in. Uh, if he signs this by November, but the ones that are already here um, are already taking all the soft skill jobs, all of the benefits, and it's a slap in the face to real everyday Americans who are taxpaying, working citizens, and Donald Trump will always put them first.
0: Yeah, and and I appreciate that. I know that he will, and and I know that he did for four years, because as as Ben told me in one of our first interviews back in the day, he said, with rising tides, you know, it raises all boats. And that means everybody benefited from lower taxes, fewer regulations, the, 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 what it was, the first step acts, that was amazing. Overturning Biden and Strom Thurmond's crime bill is what is what uh, Trump was trying to do, which exponentially harmed black communities more than white communities. So the the guy did more for the black community in four years. I believe than Obama did in eight. So I'm glad that we went there. I've got, to, I've got to ask you quickly about something before we, before we end. Uh, what is the focus now of the campaign? It can't really be Nikki Haley because that's not, no. a serious, it's not a serious thing anymore. Is no. it the economy? Is it immigration? Is it something else? Wars? There's so much bad going on under Biden. What is the president's focus now?
1: Our focus and posture is the general election. We are okay. squarely focused on uh, defeating Joe Biden. Uh, we are also squarely focused on restoring uh, the best economy in 60 years, as Trump did before, and he'll do it again. On day one, he will drill baby drill. He will re- reinstitute our independence in terms of energy. Yes. He will uh, bring uh, an end to these uh, foreign wars that are costing us uh, hand and foot, and he will stop and secure the southern border. Those are the three things that we intend to do on day one. The American people know that he's the only candidate who's capable of doing this. You know why? Because he did. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of my friends will say to me, "Well, how do you know?" Russia wouldn't have invaded Ukraine if Trump was in office. How do you know Hamas wouldn't have attacked Israel? And you know what I say? It's not even a hypothetical, Joe. Right. They didn't. They didn't.
0: They it's not, that, it's not that long ago. We have yeah. the evidence. It didn't happen. Yeah.
1: They waited until he left to do this um, because they knew that he would be a decisive and, uh, and swift retaliatory yes. attack.
0: They were afraid of him, and rightfully so. And I can't wait to get him back in office. He's true strength. No, absolutely, Uh, Lynn. I'm so glad that you're on the campaign with him. Uh, Thank you so much for what you did in the administration. Thanks for coming on. Let's let's do this again soon. I appreciate your time.
1: Thanks for having me. This was great. Let's do it again for sure.
0: You're very welcome. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. I really enjoyed getting to know Lynn Patton a bit today. We'll certainly have her back on. We'll hopefully have the president back on soon, uh, President, former President Donald Trump. And uh, as we continue to watch the campaign, tomorrow's going to be interesting because Nikki Haley is going to lose badly in her own state and then probably make a statement that she's not going to drop out of the race. Um, and all I want somebody to ask her, it's a very simple question, is in what way... Do you see yourself ever becoming the nominee now that you've lost every state so far, including your own home state? Unless something wacky happens in, in um, South Carolina tomorrow, that's that's the obvious question to ask. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Lots more to come. Keep it here.
1: This is The Joe Pags Show.